still can't believe you haven't seen Skull Island. Yeah, I've, I've been told several times that I'm a bad nerd for that one. That's really good. It's a good we, well, movie. You know, you know what actually kind of sucked, too? What? Was it was up on a while back. It was up on HBO. And, and I put it up. It's like, oh, I'll watch it tomorrow. Oh, I'll watch it tomorrow. And then it was gone. And then it was gone. <laughs> so much it's worse. got Dr. Steve Brule in it. It's got Steve Brule. I know he's in it. And he's actually awesome. He actually made me tear up. Like that, that, that's he's the actually, first time. He's actually, that's the first time his people, acting has people, actually made me like. People forget he's like a real actor. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's so good at comedy. Yeah. But like, uh, what was he in Chicago? And, yeah. And like that's just like a. He yeah, was, he's a serious he role. Was in like, yeah, and and he can sing, and he yeah. he can like actually do things besides you know, Chicago, just, just riff off Will Ferrell. Is that the is that the movie that they show like a cheerleader camp? Oh, like, it's like the chicks and they. Because <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> you like the musical, fuck Kevin. The chicks and they all plotting. What? <laughs> I've seen Chicago, but I have not seen Kong Skull Island. Is that a problem? Yes. <laughs> I'm judging the hell out yes, of you. Yes, right I'm <laughs> judging you so hard you don't even know. They should. If I could take it back, I'd switch the two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't undo it. After midnight, I'm Steve, and I'm Mike, and I'm Kevin. This is my Woo. friend Kevin Miner. Kevin is joining us. We're sitting in our new studios, <laughs> in our new temporary, tem- new temporary studios in my garage, smoking cigars, drinking some bourbon, and enjoying ourselves, laughing about some things. Laughing about some things. We've been talking about so much stuff tonight. So much stuff tonight We're that we don't have anything left for the podcast. So yeah. thank you for joining Thanks us. Thanks for joining us. Be a quickest episode ever. <laughs> we just Rolled gave it. you the full everything we were going to talk about. Oh my god! Now we were actually talking about um, like Kong Skull Island just off the cuff because I mean it's a good movie, you know. And with the release of Godzilla, King of Monsters, not King of Monsters. Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, it's, King, it King, it's, of it's King of the Monsters. You know, yeah, it's, it's got, King of the Monsters. It's got eleven. It's got eleven in it. I There's mean, Millie line. Bobby Brown. <laughs> she's, she's playing. She's, she's good. She's playing a lot. No, she's she's it's really. It's got a. Who else? It's got Ice Cube's son in it as random soldier number one. That's sad. Oh, is he? Is he's just in it as like a guy? Well, he actually has dialogue, but oh. like it's it's brief. It's like like he drops the only f bomb of the movie or something. <laughs> like he's like he's like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me! As like Ghidorah shows up for the first time, and it's like Crips. It, it's like West Side, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was it was a really good movie, Godzilla. It was. Uh, 
it was, you know, if you hated the Godzilla movie that came out years ago, um, because it was like five minutes of Godzilla and like an hour and 40 minutes of humans. That was a shame. Like, and that was bad a writing. Big shame. Yeah, I mean, I liked that movie, the Godzilla parts. I could care less about um, Scarlet Witch's storyline, how she abandoned her child in a time of crisis. And like, she's got a relationship with her brother, Quicksilver. Maybe it's just because I've gotten older, but as a parent, that movie, that really pissed me off. I'm like, wait. Didn't Brian Cranston die? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah like in the first, like they ever, they, he was yes. like, they pushed he was him. At like, the, he was at was the a, facility. That was a Breaking it? Bad. <laughs> He's not dead. I've still never seen that. It was just a drug trip. Aren't, aren't they making a a movie? I heard. I, I, I so heard. Like, I don't know so if it's, he didn't die. I don't know if it's gonna be. Which kind of hurts me because yeah, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad had it like, ends so well. I've yeah, never they, seen they, that. They, they I'm really sorry. Did. I have to say I've never seen that show ever. Well, he dies at the end. God damn it, Kevin. Dies. They just... they do the <laughs> Or, or that, maybe not. That, the right, like, the not saying, well, there's now. like three points in the show where like they show him do this thing where he's looking up and the camera does this pan up. But like this is the only one where he comes with it. And it's like, all right, well, that's symbolic as fuck. If, I don't, if nothing else in this show was, that is like... Yeah, well, I, I highly recommend you get on that Breaking Bad. I need to. And the nice thing is, it's not even that long, to be honest. It's what seven seasons or something. Do they have audio books? Because I can listen to it while I drive. I mean, (laughs) shit, you just put your phone up on your dashboard. I've been really nervous lately. And I made um, who did I have with not Clarence? I had Adam with Adam, me. yeah. And uh, poor Adam, like I mean, he loves Lord of the Rings. Like we watched it last time. Adam and I drove to Iowa. We watched it in the truck. Not that I did it while I was driving, but you could. I just didn't look at the screen. I already knew the movie. I've seen it a million times. and so I put on the audiobook of it. <laughs> he was like, wow. Like, <laughs> like I'm into this stuff, but wow, Steve. I'm like, it's fine. It's good. The little British guy did the voices of everybody. He did a really good hair going. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, those movies, like, I did not... I didn't hate that Godzilla movie. I did not like the human parts of it. I absolutely know? loved the five minutes that Godzilla had. Oh, yeah. Well, I loved when he are... barfed, like, radioactive nuclear yeah, like, energy down, the down Muto's <laughs> fucking mouth hole. Like, Freaking that was Muto. awesome. What a dumb idea for a character. Well, I'm like, sorry. It, well, bringing back Muto, the first thing, I get it. It's like a, a lame monster. <laughs> but the fucking, like, the, the, the movies, they, or the monsters they were going to use... Looked badass. Well, that's what the, that's why this this new movie is so good because it's like, oh, you wanted Mothra, you got Mothra. You wanted Rodan, you got Rodan. Ghidorah, yeah, he and he's fucking sweet. Like, I heard there's a bunch of monsters though. There's dude, like there's like, or something, right? Well, he's there's the king of them. Well, well there's, yeah, he's he got a crown and everything. Well, like, you well you need you there's need other uh, monsters <laughs> to be a king. <laughs> There comes a point I mean, in the movie where, if like... you're the king of the monsters and there's no <laughs> monsters... You're sassy after a lot of whiskey, aren't you? What are you talking about? I'm just... I'm just saying. It's, like, unobtainium. Like, unobtainium. you get it... I freaking hate <laughs> those movies. I don't want Avatar... If you get it, then it's not unobtainium. I want Avatar to tank so bad. And I don't usually say stuff like that. I want that in these next series. Because I don't want to see, like... It's got to be phenomenal if they're going to do any money. I don't want to well, see four Avatar movies. Ten years between each one. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing. They're doing two, and then they're doing, like, the next year, it'll be Star Wars. Then the next year, it'll be an Avatar 3. Then the next year, it'll be Star Wars. Then the next year, it'll be Avatar 4. And they they got plans up to, like, Avatar 5. Then they're going to merge the universes, and everybody's going to have the Force. <laughs> and then you're going to find out it's not a long time ago anymore. It's present day in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> that's so horrible. <laughs> God. 
It's it a is, long time from now. There's a bunch in a of galaxy yeah, far, right. far away. That was one of the let's say and then the Avengers use pim particles. <laughs> pim particles and they go back. <laughs> to go to that point. That's one of those movies I like I do not I could give two shits about. It. I don't want it to happen. And then, you know, the thing with you know, X Men, Phoenix, whatever, like Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Like I was interested for a second because I like Sophie Turner. I think she's a good actress. I love every actor in that freaking movie. But gosh, I, I think for the most part, even in the 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 X Men run, yeah, there's there's some casting I didn't like. For the most part, the casting's been pretty. It's good. always been pretty solid. I liked Fantasia as Jean this, Grey. I thought she was cool. She's a little little older for the role, but I, I loved her as Jean. I, you know, I, I thought they, yeah, like, the I, I, I think the casting was good. The original, I thought was pretty good. Uh, what what Marston, guy? James Marston? Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did he do before that? He was a he wasn't a Superman. Who, what he was in something else? He wasn't Superman. He was. He was in Superman Returns. He was Lois. Oh yeah, he was uh, Lois's yeah. boyfriend right. in the five years that what? he abandoned that child. Oh my god, he, he was backburner. Yeah, he was backburner dad. Yeah. Oh, you're around. <laughs> <laughs> help me, help me hey, raise Superman's for, kid. Thanks for plowing and then, my plowing my Imagine Clark while. shows no. back up in your life five years later, and <laughs> Lois is totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah, you're you're <laughs> like, like you're, you're the guy after Superman. Then Superman comes back, and you're like, oh, she's totally gonna stay with me. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> she's gone. Oh my god. He's like, you had a nice run with Lois, but this, that's oh over. Clark's like, hey, thanks for playing my girl. By the way, here I'm gonna fly you to the moon. Uh, hey, you held it down, bro. He disappeared. He's like the eraser. He's like the eraser. He just erases. He flies oh in the moon and leaves him there. <laughs> like, hey, excuse me for a second, Lois. I'm so I sorry. I just took a crap in my oh, yeah, He just, just ran out. I could have told you that. He's in the Phantom Zone. Nobody's going to love you but me. You're a terrible person. Nobody but me could love you. Nobody but a Superman could love you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Thanks for raising my love child. (laughs) Thanks for shooting that fake gun at me. Oh, my God. 20 years ago. Lois. Jesus Christ. That could have killed me. That character, Superman... I mean, you know, I talk a lot of shit about, you know, Superman movies and stuff sometimes because there's, there's only so much they can do with the roles. But he's, like, how can you write for that? I mean, the guy's, like, invul- invulnerable. He's practically immortal at this point, right? They've oh, written I- him into the comics. He's, he's, like, you can't beat him. So when you write a movie for him, how the f- you have to include Kryptonite. But, I mean, how do you fucking write it's a movie? That's such a crutch. Well, it's, like- it's, it's, he's a really hard character to use to, like, we have to feel... At some point, like a character can lose, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, why tell the story? We have to feel like they're in danger. We have to feel like like there's a point where the villain can win, even though we also we know that like in ninety nine percent of movies, the villain doesn't win, and that's fine. But like with Superman, it's extra hard to do that. Therefore, you need something lose. like super, you need something like Kryptonite. Yeah. It's really hard to write a good Lex Luthor story where it feels like he's so smart and he's got Superman that he can actually would, beat him without. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and when you can do it, it's really satisfying. And yeah. it's been done in the comics, like in the movies. It's well, never been fr- it's never been achieved. And I love the, no. the original Superman run with uh, Reeves, but freaking Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, I was like, this guy's not beating Superman. <laughs> no, nobody's ever worried that Superman. Yeah, but it's Gene those, those were also made in a different era. I know. And know. and. The really campy and like yeah, and, and you gotta take them for what they. That are. was back when Thor and Thor versus Hulk came out the, the TV series. <laughs> he looked like saber too. He looked Mjolnir, like Thor's hammer. And like. Thor's hammer was like he was like a hammer. It was like an actual hammer you put a nail in a wall with. It was so small. Oh Do you remember that? Gosh. Like he threw it at, at uh, Lou Ferrigno. 
and it was the size of Frigno's like hand. It was this little <laughs> just tiny ding, hammer. Okay. He goes, Dink, and it fell on the ground. And you're like, what is what is this supposed to do? That's been rectified. There's some, it's there's, there's, there's some good Thor Hulk fights in the movie. Well, now there is. Yeah. No, <laughs> I said it's been rectified, right? <laughs> do you remember rectified? Well, I don't. I don't think Lex Luthor's ever really been done justice in the movies. <laughs> it, it, I don't think he really ever has. I don't think he has either. I, I don't know if there's anybody. I mean, the, the problem is too with us. Like we've seen the the cartoons that have been out lately, and they they have a certain look to Lex Lex Luthor. Small nose, shaved you know, shaved head, relatively built physique, but not super big, but really like superhumanly evil. You am, know what I'm am, saying? Am I weird that I really want to see the uh, like the purple and green? Like oh, uh, Lex Luthor armor in the movies. The mech suit that yeah. he wears. Yeah. I would, I would where love where to you see just it. wonder why Superman doesn't punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the crit point. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I, like, I'm pretty sure I know how you can beat him. <laughs> it's right there. Superman. You don't even got to punch him. Just you, use your eyes. Like, just, just like one person. <laughs> just one person in Metropolis, like in a crowd, like raises a hand, like, Superman, punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. It reminds me of that Marvel zombie run where uh, Cap has his head, Magneto cut half of Cap's head off, zombie Cap's head off, but he's still functioning. He's like, ah, oh, okay, I'm still. And he goes through this this whole comic. You're like, your brain's sticking out. How's your brain? Somebody's just gonna. Your brain is sticking out. And the red skull, like in the last, <laughs> the last part of that first first uh, couple episodes or couple first couple of uh, comics, he's like. He's funny. He's like, you know, I always knew it was gonna end this way, Skull. You didn't really think you had a chance to beat me. And Skull's like, are you kidding me right now? It's never been easier. And he grabs the top of Cap's, Cap's brain <laughs> through his open skull and rips his brain out of his body. And then Zombie Cap's like, and just dies. That's awesome. Like, well, of course it's gonna happen. You fucking idiot. Put a hat on. Like, so, so, so I didn't. I didn't read the uh, the the Marvel zombies zombie event that they did. Yeah. However, um, I'm sorry. I, I it's do, very good. I, I do have to think though. That's hilarious. That, um, like, Red Skull was probably looking at everybody like, this is great. Right, this is awesome. <laughs> like, like, I'm so glad. Everybody's all power hungry and flesh hungry. This is perfect. No, it's, I, think like, it's, I think it's like he's like, I can just walk around. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't know. <laughs> like, no just, one will know. Are you, are you sure I'm Red Skull? Right. Because everybody's face is all jacked up. That was right. pretty cool. Did they bite my nose off? Yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was, they showed Venom go up against... Because uh, in that, for those of you that haven't seen that series, I think we've talked about this before, where um, they literally ago. kill and eat the Silver Surfer, and they gain a portion of his power cosmic. They eat Ego, they the eat, living planet. They eat, yeah. Slowly, like just munching they eat on alive. the 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 surface of the planet <laughs> the until it's infected. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy and like, and Kevin's like, "What the fuck?" I, I didn't read it, but uh, I, I, it's insane. It it might very well be good. I I hated the premise of it, but I mean like, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, like, well, I think if you want to like say, it's, say say it's like a lot of fun, like I guess I can't really deny that it does sound fun. Well, it's it's I, it's, it's like any so, of the what if kind of deals where like yeah. you know if it's good. Cool. If it's not, at least wow. co- and I like the well, what if you're, you're 100 right on that because, uh, and that's why they do the what ifs. Like, yeah. like if it's a what if, there's a lot of flops in the what if category. Well, you, you, yeah. just, you can just throw it out and be yeah. like, well it's, well, it's a what if, right? Right. Who cares? But like, if it's good, then you like, oh, you make an actual different. like a hardcover I, well, full collection of well, really, it. Really, really isn't like Spider Verse kind of like a big white what if and like where they yeah. where, where they it felt like they just threw it like a bunch of stuff in a while. Like let's do a bunch of different versions of Spider Man. Let's see what's going on. But then you get Spider Gwen out of it. Now Spider Gwen's like a regular. Yeah, everybody character. knows. Yeah, but like that was thrown in as part of Spider Verse, right? Can I say I really like Gwen Pool? 
I really like Gwenpool. That was a funny. I, I, I have no idea how Gwenpool actually came into being, other than it like, was. Yeah, it was I know it's a I thing. I think it was. It was. A, it was a one shot just for fun they did, and like they liked the idea, and people demanded more. Well, isn't she from our world? Yes, like she is. Yeah, hundred percent. Like she's actually like from real world. Well, and and there's oh. like there's a scene in the okay in the first couple issues like she used to work for Modoc because she can't get work anywhere else, and she thinks it's fun because it's a comic book universe. Who gives a shit? And. Modoc's like, I can't pay you because you don't have a social security number. I have no way to pay you. She's like, give me cash. He's like, I can't declare that on my taxes. And, <laughs> she, and she's like, excuse me? And he's like, uh, no, we're kind of on the up and up here. I think that's probably the funniest part about say, her character, say, though. Say what you want about AIM. but uh. Oh, yeah. So what, what she does is she, gets, she, is, she is Dr. Strange. Help her, like basically get a social security number and prove that she's in this reality. So what he does, he takes her back to her core reality, and he's like, "Oh!" And the way they describe it is, "Okay, our reality has footstones in your reality. Like it, it bleeds over into your dreams a little bit, or people in your reality are dreaming stuff that happens in our reality. So that's that's why you have all of our characters there. And it's a weird way to describe I, it. I was really hoping that you were gonna say he took her back to her reality, and they just went to the social security." <laughs> <laughs> Like the real social security. Yeah. It's just her and Dr. Strange just like sitting there like waiting. waiting. Just waiting. Oh, yes, waiting for a number to be called. It's funny because he, he, he gets to that reality. just sit there. Oh, yeah. But he gets to that reality and he's like, huh, you know, Cumberbatch? I could see that. It's kind of flattering, you know. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny the way they do it. And so when she goes back to the Marvel Universe again, all of a sudden Modox, he's looking at this computer. He throws his computer tech out a window. He's like, you failed me for the last time. And the computer tech's like, you don't understand. She does not exist. There's no proof this girl ever existed. Modoc's like, enough of you. <laughs> Throw some out the window. <laughs> and then Modoc's staring at the computer. All of a sudden he goes, ding, 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 ding. And all this stuff pops up. Because Stephen Strange did her a solid and gave her a... Uh, an, uh, an existence. An existence, basically. You know? <laughs> and it was it was kind of funny because that's the way they describe it. And it's, I like my way. It's a good series. <laughs> I, what I love about her as a character, though, is like... She's Gwenpool, which is obviously a play on Gwen Stacy and Deadpool. Yeah. But yeah. like, if, like Deadpool, he's breaking the fourth wall. She's naturally on the other side of that fourth wall. He breaks that fourth wall to come out to our level. She came from that, so like she's in their level. She, they say she doesn't. She thinks she doesn't have any superpowers, right? But she's she knows everybody's identity. She goes with a female Thor. What's her name? Um, Jane. Jane was yeah was. Well, nobody knew who Jane Foster was. It was her secret identity. I know. You know she, yeah. Well, yeah. But it's, it's up to Gwen. So, like, they're getting in a fight with her, and Gwen's getting her ass kicked. She goes, Gwen, uh, Jane has her up against the wall as, as Thor, and she goes, Jane! You know? And, and, and female Thor's like, what the f- What? You, you know, know me? Like, How do you know? She's like, oh, I meant to say pain, as in my leg is in pain, because she's about to get her ass kicked. You know? <laughs> but it, it turns out that her... Doctor Doom of all people helps her figure out that her power is to step out of the comic book panel, so she can like if she's in danger she she'll just step out of she'll step out of panel, and like in in the com in the comic book world she just disappears. People are like what the f-? oh she's a teleporter, and she steps out of the comic book panel. She goes well I can go three panels back and leave myself a bazooka right here behind this garbage can and then come back <laughs> and that's like the it's really funny and a it's weird, interesting it's a weird comic but it's 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 a good read it's only like thirteen issues something like mm. that. And it was a funny character. It was neat looking at, like, Batrock trains her a little bit. And she she's like, you want me to prove that, that I'm from another reality? Okay, how about this? You have no history beyond before Captain America met you. What did you do before you met Captain America? And he's like, oh. He goes, it's easy. I was, oh. <laughs> she goes, what's your real name? You're just Batrock. Batrock. <coughs> no, that's not your real name. It's a secret. It's at your 
pretend name. What was your real name before you took that identity? He goes, it was easy. I, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, he, he can't think me. of it. Because he can't Damn think it. of it. Because he didn't exist before then. And it's so freaking like funny. It's, it's very obvious, but it's, it's very smart. Well, it's, yeah. it's, well it's, it's, you're right. I mean, like, I haven't read it, but from what it sounds like, it's a, it's a nice take on the meta nature of yeah. Deadpool. Mm -hmm. it's, well, she fights Deadpool in one issue, and he's like, ah, fellow fourth wall breaker, you know. <laughs> and, like, she kicks his ass, and then he goes, wait a minute. You know, he goes... <laughs> He goes, wait a second. Like the way he wins, he goes, wait. Okay, you're you say you're from you know another reality, you're fourth wall breaker, but you know you think this is all a comic book, but you know what? This is my comic book. And she goes, oh shit, you're right. He goes, yeah, you're not beating me in my own comic. And he kicks her ass. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, because <laughs> he realizes he's Deadpool, and if it's his comic, he's gonna win. You don't, right, you don't it's beat Deadpool so in his own comic. It's so freaking funny. And then of course they reach each other. Like, a truce or whatever, but it's pretty funny because all of a sudden she starts getting her butt kicked, and he's like, she tries to run between you know between panels. He's like, ah, no, no, and he follows her. <laughs> it's so freaking funny. That Wade Wade Wilson in the the Marvel universe is, he's a lot different than the Wade Wilson in the movies in that he's really completely nuts, and the I, stuff that he does I is so wait good. Until they bring that over, because they said that's they already said that's the first Fox property that's bring being merged. I love like, it. And they're still going to keep it rated oh, R. Yeah. Well, well, Disney well, said they're, 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 they're He's rumored for Spider-Man 3. I heard that. I also uh, heard uh, they're well, pushing for Venom I, as I, well. I think it would be really funny, actually, if uh, one of the fourth wall things they do in the movies mm. is he comes into a PG-13 PG movie and starts trying to swear, and they start bleeping him, and, he's, and, he, and he freaks out and at freaks the out, idea and, and, and that he's, he's censored. And, and he just starts, yeah, and he's like, wait, 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 hold on. And nobody <laughs> else... fair. And everybody, <laughs> every, everybody's just looking at him like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> he's like, wait, wait, wait. he's like, but no, but it's, oh, oh, come on, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why just me? Why just me? And then has yeah. someone else swear real quick. They can walk in and swear all they want, but he's just not allowed to. <laughs> I love it when Stanley was getting busy. He's like, hold on one second, Stanley. I'm getting dressed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up all He's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. But, I love you. But I, th I was already thinking, like, that would be a really fun take. Mm -hmm. Like, just on his fourth wall nature you oh, know, yeah. to yeah. do that. And uh, to, to have some fun with the fact that they're merging universes or if however they decide to do it. I, I would love it if he showed up in, like, full Disney, like, merch and shit. Like, came <laughs> like in, like, man. dressed like the Little Mermaid yeah. with a lightsaber. and like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be, be awesome. Oh, my God. But yeah. I can't wait for that. And I'm glad they're not trying to fold well, the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. To be not honest, yet. Right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting how they decide to do it. I, I there's, a, there's a few different ways I think they can do it. It would be interesting. Um, Completely ignoring well, Dark they're, Phoenix. They're, well, <laughs> Please. Well, 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 they're teasing multiverse stuff, which may or may not come up in Spider-Man, if that's like a, a thing they're doing or if it's like a Mysterio <laughs> trick. Or yeah, I think it's real. Mike and I, I talked think, about I that. We think, too, we, but... we think Mephisto, or Mephisto, oh wow. Mephisto. Oh, my, uh, no, we, we think that Mysterio cool. might actually be an alternate universe version of Mysterio. But they've also they've you also know. done it in the comics where he's said that he's like from an alternate reality, but it was all but, like a trick. Yeah, and, it was all a play. But, but, um, but I, I think there's a number of ways they could do it would be really cool, and I'm, I'm anxious to see what they end up doing with it. However... Um, they have this great vehicle if they decide to go that route where they can take the things they want and leave the things they don't. Mm -hmm. And specifically, like, with actors that they think are good casting, they can bring them in as those characters. Oh, yeah, like McAvoy. Well, well, like, there's no way you're getting rid of Brian Reynolds, right? No, of course not. But, but like, James McAvoy, like, like keep him. 
Oh, he's brilliant. Right? Yeah. I love Fassbender. Keep him. Oh yeah. Right? They're great. Like you know, some of the other casting, like in the in the new X Men stuff. Yeah, but I'm just I'm, I'm just, not gonna lie. That kid that plays uh, Nightcrawler, it, it, like it, it, he looks the bill, oh, but better totally. than the uh, the X two dude. But like the X two dude was supposed to be an older version anyway. So like, yeah. that's that's beyond the point. But um, and, and as long as we're going on that, yeah. I just, I just want an aside because we don't do that in this podcast. There's no aside. There's no, no, no tangents, tangents allowed. No tangents allowed. Forbidden. What do you Tan- think this is? N class podcast? N- N- We've already gone on like six You go tangents. to see, you Those talk to Jeff if you want tangents. Bunch of hacks you don't come if you to ask me. me. Now, <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> the the opening scene in X two best thing in all oh. of the X Men. So all of, of X Men easily the oh best. Oh my thing. god! Like anybody was a nightcrawler. Anybody was a nightcrawler where he he busts into the White House oh, and yes. he go, he anybody who was ever, the Oval Office. Anybody who was ever a fan of that character and was like, oh man, I really want to see. It would be cool. so cool if they had him. They oh. start the movie with the best scene. Oh, yeah. oh period. And, and and in my opinion, also of all the X Men movies they did, X Two is the best one hands down. I. I love that one. I love it too. I do love it. Is that the one where she melts? My issues are with Stryker's kid. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I thought... Where they pull Wolverine up. I mean, like, I get that that's what that character has always been. But, God, like, he's anti-mutant, but he's got an army of mutants. He's He's... It just bothered the shit out of me. Because, like, at least in uh, X-Men Origins, you get, like... All right, he's trying oh. to change people. Oh. It's oh, a you're, painful you're, movie. You're, you're, you're painful you're, movie. What I like most about X two, actually, <laughs> has nothing to do with Striker. It has to do with Magneto's arc in it. Magneto's arc okay. in that is so vintage, perfect Magneto. Well, he's trapped to start the movie in a plastic. Yep. Like, but that's but what I'm talking about is how Magneto like the the when Magneto is the most fun is when he's when he's uh, working with the X Men. To serve his own purpose, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really give a crap what what right. they're doing. Right, he really has his own agenda the whole time, and he does that. And, and, it, and like, to me, well, because he his, rides with them for like a better chunk because of the movie. It, because it fits his interest, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, so like his his arc in that is great. It, like, I I love it. It's it's perfect Magneto arc yeah. right there, and and so like that's one of the things I like most about it, because um, it, it does show that that he's he's. He's ride or die mutants mm-hmm. in what he says, but really he is what he wants to, what he wants to do the whole time, and and that's that's what makes him a fun uh, yeah. flawed character because you can actually see like I I love it when you have a villain who you can you kind of get it yeah. they're they're evil and they're a total drip, but you kind of get it because because his his whole thing about like the, the humans turning on him and trying to do stuff to him he's like, not to, wrong he's not he's wrong he's never wrong he's not wrong about it <laughs> I, I mean and what he does is horrible but he's also he's got a point right he's, he's got a point he's always so, had like and, it's always backed up by what they and, the and that whole do. movie that whole movie proves his point now yeah. the way he goes about it right is reprehensible right but he's not wrong. he's not wrong he, <laughs> like if there's one thing he wasn't it was wrong yeah and 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 of all those movies um. In my opinion, the only one of the only things they really consistently do well is the relationship between Magneto and Xavier. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's one of the only things they really consistently. Well, because they're right. always friends, no matter what. Like if the X Men are fighting against uh, Magneto's little legion, like doesn't matter. Like Xavier and 
Magneto can still sit down and play a game of chess at the end of the day. Like, I gotta say, I did not like Sabretooth in those movies at all. I, I, mean, liked, I liked the actor. I liked no. him they, better when it was. Uh, they, they, they never, they never really got that one. Right. I mean, the actor's a nice guy. We've met him. He's I liked really Lee cool, Schreiber but. just a little bit better, but like it still wasn't. I like him as an actor, but I thought the way they portrayed it him. still wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. No. But I liked him better than the X One. Another good example of like the actor didn't do anything wrong. Right. Yeah. It was just he <laughs> yeah. was put in the wrong yeah. spot at the wrong time. Um. Lop it off. That cigar is not going back. Don't, don't, but something I noticed on a rewatch the other day. I don't, I don't need your critique. <laughs> I'm just saying. Something I noticed about X2 on a rewatch, this. though, is like when Days of Future Past was made, they completely remade the X2 scene of uh, uh, Mystique going through the office and then, like, Janitor walks past. She mimics him and then downloads some important shit. And then here comes evil agent showing up at the most inconvenient time. And then Mystique leaves as janitor and like, and all's good. All's good. She literally did that with Dinklage in, in days of future past. It was the same scene, just younger Mystique. Yeah. And I mean, that made me appreciate that a little bit more, but I mean, damn, I love Peter Dinklage. He's he's awesome. His, his roles. We watched, um, Kelly and I watched uh, Death at a Funeral, the original British version, um, the other day. And he was so, he played a, um, we touched on this in the uh, episode we did a couple times ago, actually. Uh, it was a, like where he plays a, the guy that dies in, you know, in that movie. Spoilers, by the way, for a movie from like 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, he plays. I, this, I think the spoiler ban is listed. I think it's probably okay. You still have people. <laughs> the director bitch. said it's okay. Somebody bitched <laughs> yeah. about Empire yeah. Strikes Back on Twitter. They were like, "Excuse me, spoiler alert" or something like that. And the guy was like, "Excuse me, it's, what? <laughs> it's like thirty it's years." But like, he plays a gay lover, the guy that died, and he's like, "I'm not really here to mourn. I want some of that money because he let, he didn't leave me anything." And the, the kids are like, "Excuse me," he's like, "No." You will give me some of your father's estate and money, or I'm going to show everybody these pictures. And it's like the father and all these horrible sex positions. Oh and my horrible god! Things. And they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my dad! My dad was gay. That's fine that he's gay, but what is he oh. doing to you?" Oh! And then he's oh. like, "I'm going to show." It. So they're like, they tie him up. They're like, "You can't. Nope. Nope. You're not saying that. You have to wait till after the funeral." So they tie him up till after the funeral, and like Dinklage plays the character to a T. Like it's it's perfect the way he does it. And then they actually when has he happened? Like, like when has he not done that? He's, oh yeah, I know. It's, it's he's very phenomenal. true. But they give him a, like a uh, they give him some even drugs in, to knock even him in out. Pixels, he was phenomenal. Oh yeah, and he he's played really a good. a Pac-Man champion that cheated. <laughs> like, that was a that was a take on that one dude, wasn't it? Who got busted yeah. in Donkey Kong? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's still interesting. That and I think that dude. I think people wouldn't have given him much of a shit if uh, given as much of a shit if the guy wasn't a complete tool. Right. Like he was a jerk. He was like, "Do you know who I am? I got the highest scoring Donkey Kong." I mean, for guys like us, we're like, "Who the f- who gives a fuck about that?" Dude, like, Nobody who cares. cares. But in that community, he's a big dog. Like they're like, "Oh my god, you know who he is?" He's a god. <laughs> he's a god. <laughs> you know, and the guy had like a really shitty haircut. Like it was, it was it's like the. Well, and they gave Dinklage a really shitty haircut. He had oh, a yeah. mullet and yep. shit. Yeah, like. Just like that dude. That dude had a mullet. You know. That's hilarious. Oh, God, that movie. But yeah, Dinklage doesn't do anything bad. I would love to see him and Momoa do that freaking Twins movie. That'd be so It'd funny. It'd be phenomenal if they did a Twins movie. It'd be so good. I mean, DeVito and Schwarzenegger's... Twins. Twins 2. Twins 2. Oh, my God. I see what you did there. That's pretty That's good. terrible. Oh, my oh. God. But yeah, no, that, I mean, going back to the X-Men stuff, like, 
you know, they only did, and I, I checked last, it only did $42 million. Yeah, but yeah, I, I read a story. It's it was two hundred million to make, and they I read a story. It, it, got, it just got pulled from fourteen hundred theaters Holy around the United shit. States. That's already. Dude, that's a quarter of what Endgame started with. Yeah, yeah. forty-two like, million. That's horrifying. That's Four, crazy. Fourteen. Well, you know, I I think people there's fatigue on the X Men. Uh, like let's let's the be on, let's X-Men. be honest. When, when the when the comic book stuff started for Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like for movies and stuff like that. Like, if we're going to go back to, like, 2000... Spider-Man. It was, like, Spider-Man and X-Men. Everything else is, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and, and Marvel has rebuilt their brand the through, through, through their movies. The right. second one was not so much. I think because it was unique at the time, well, I, yeah. I think. But, yeah. but I look at it in terms of popularity. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Spider-Man like, like, took it over. And then... well, well, I mean, like, th- those, those two had their popularity just in general. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, stuff like that, like... Comic book fans at the time, like, like, like were they in like casual crowd? That was C C grade characters. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, and and Marvel Marvel revamped those brands, uh, updated them, and and the movies gave them a, a a whole insane level of popularity. But now you look like you look back, and it's like like the, the fact that X Men isn't there anymore, in my mind, is because they've just consistently made poor movies. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and movies that don't live up to the expectations. I mean, some that and, are obviously better than others, but it's always been on a on a negative trend. Like it's always yeah. like, yeah, you can come uh, come up with this one a little bit, but then you're going right back down on and, the next and, one and I think every they, time. Yeah, and I think they've really burnt up the goodwill of the fan base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to like know. like oh well, you know it was kind of crappy, but you know what they did really good in the last one, or you know, they tried really hard. Like first yeah. class <clears> is the last one where I seen like a decent amount of praise. Yeah. for certain things. And I think that's more of just the period that they chose to have the movie in. Like, the Cuba Missile Crisis was, like, a serious event. So, like, having that tie-in with the X-Men as a, like, they were there to stop all of that shit, I thought that was really cool. And a lot of people thought that was really cool. But then they were like, all right, well, let's just make that our trope for the next, like, four movies. And let's make it bad. Like... um... I, I gotta tell you, one of the things that really bugged me is is, is like, and I, I'm an X Men slap. Yeah. I love X Men, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that really bugged me was I was watching one of the behind the scenes uh, uh, like documentaries that came with like one of the movies, yeah. and one of the producers was talking, and I, I I can't remember who it was, but she was saying, "What we know that X Men fans want is they want to see new X Men with interesting powers in the movies." And the first thing I said is like I I, I I said out loud I said that's why these movies are struggling and that's why they suck is because that's what you think we want and that could not be further from the truth. We don't want to see havoc out of continuity. We don't want to see people just thrown in because you want you happen to want to do a certain character at a certain time. We want to see a great story with the characters that we love. Exactly. And that's one of the things like even the worst Marvel movies. Like in the MCU, like they're all still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. E- like, even the ones where I'm like, oh, that's not as good as the other ones, but still pretty good. I still put Dark World at the bottom of my list, and I still think that movie's okay. As, as you think that was the worst? Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you on that, but, what, but, but, but I don't do you think, think you're wrong. What do you think is worse than I, I do think Iron, I think Iron Man 3 is bad. I think it's straight bad. It is. The kid who showed up at the end of Endgame and nobody knew who the fuck I, I he think was. That's the kid that's going to be the I think, next I think, Iron Man. I think that one is the only one that I, I really just don't like. However, like you're talking about like one out of, at this point it's 22 movies, 23 movies? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. And it's like... 
like that's a yeah, that's, that, like that's incredible that's an amazing track record. record. <laughs> so, so like, so even though we can disagree on that, we can yeah. still agree that like, <laughs> like, Dude, there's, like so, it's so much. There's good. nothing bad. Like, yeah, there's like, nothing truly like I would never watch that again. Like in the MCU, I honestly yeah, don't think I've, I would I've ever even watched, rewatched. I've even rewatched Iron Man three, and I think it's like in, in my opinion, it's like yeah. the the worst one. I still put it on. Like I watch, yeah. I watch Iron I would, Man three. Like, right now. Honestly, I would never watch the Wolverine, the one where he went to Japan, ever again. And that one had such potential. I it loved did. it. I loved it. Did. it. I, I, I love that. And they blew it. Yeah, yeah. They, they really blew it. Um, but like, I think that's one like, the worst period yeah. amongst all of them. I think it's uh, worse than Last Stand. Honestly. You think it's worse than X Men Origins? Uh, Wolverine X Men. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Only because Ryan Reynolds before he goes stupid is actually cool. It's good. Like that—that's yeah, a redeeming yeah. factor. I can't yeah, find a good. redeeming factor in the the Japanese one. Maybe the nuke scene, but like that don't even count. Like <laughs> it's so trash. I never did see that movie. I, yeah, I, I, I looked at it. I was like, mm, and it's like, hey, I, you saved my life fifty years ago. Well, yeah. Now I want to take yours again. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's a terrible plot line. Well, well, I was well, like in. Yeah, I, I, I like, agree. It's I mean, just terrible. And like on the surface, like you just if if the only thing you told me about that movie is Wolverine's gonna fight ninjas, I'm like done. Where do I'm I need in. to go? I'm there. But you know, it's it, specific it, it, it ninjas. Have, That's yeah, the problem. It, it, it did have it did have so many problems with it. <laughs> did they do the um, hand? Was it the hand? No, it was. No? Uh, it was just like Yakuza people yeah. from like um, the comics. You and I don't even thing. think it was Madripoor. I think it was just like literally just. Plain old Japan, random locations within. It wasn't like yeah. they the tied comics, it to the comics. The hand, right? Usually, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Well, that's, like that's, Darede- that's, that's their ninja go. But I don't think they had the rights. I don't think Fox had their hand rights because oh. it's tied to like. If, um, if it's tied to Daredevil, they did. They did it with well, Lord, because they had at the time. Lord of the Rings had it. I mean, that was Stormman. That was through Netflix. At the, the white time, hand that was Storm? all Netflix no, Marvel stuff. Too nerdy joke? No, nerdy, I, nerdy I, joke. I think that... Well, th- th- I know that they had the rights to uh, Daredevil in movies, so I would think that they would have the rights to right. Daredevil Right, but movies. I'm saying, like, that Wolverine movie... This is all speculation. That Wolverine yeah. movie, I don't think it came out um, before the Netflix stuff was going on. I mean, I, I, right, I, I don't think the second season was around yet, but the rights were probably acquired. Sometime if if only there that. was some kind of search engine we could use. If only the like, <laughs> the most reliable source of information were at our fingertips. We far, we've had far if, too many if drinks. If only you had a handheld computer you could check. We definitely are, but, have had far too many drinks to be going on the internet for anything right now. Oh, the first thing we're going to do is look at Metallica. <laughs> Let's listen to Master of Puppets. But, it, but going back to the X-Men stuff, it, it, yeah. it is... It it has they, they burn up a lot of goodwill. I mean, they're, they're going to the well twice on the most seminal... Uh, X Men storyline, yes, in yes. in Dark Phoenix, and it, I haven't seen it. None of us have seen it because we have no will to see it. <laughs> right, and you've, you've and seen we're most all of the comic clips. Book geeks. I've you seen a bunch. I've books. seen a bunch you, of clips you, you, on you YouTube. You did the best X Men storyline again, and I still like. I have no interest in it. Like, what yep. does that say about what you've done to my goodwill? Of like, oh, I yeah. want to see all movies. I've ever heard. I went and saw X Men Apocalypse because I was like, ooh, cool Apocalypse. Apocalypse, and I was a like, short. Yep. And I was like, I was like, oh, why, why? Like the whole time he's big like, for like one second, but it's not even real. It's yeah, in, it's, it's in the mind. No. Yeah, and, it, and it's just like when this, he was big, it was it, awesome. It was, it was like, so easy, and they had such a good actor playing him. And uh, I can't remember the guy who played Poe Dameron, right? I can't remember his Oscar name. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. He's so good. He's awesome. He's so good. And again, I don't think his performance. I feel like was his bad. performance was awesome. Thank you. I absolutely agree. And, and but it just it just was too far from departure from the character, and it didn't hit. And he's so good, and like. And it's just one of those things. Just like they, they really have the best make... part by far, though. Of, Olivia of, Munn. 
Oh, yeah, she's great. <laughs> Best part for Apocalypse, by far, is when Magneto's, like, about to kill his whole factory's worth of dudes. Yeah. And he's just like... That's good. He's like, you're not going to stop me. And he's hey. like, I don't plan on it. And well, just, well, like, <laughs> drops all the guys into the concrete, kills them. It's it, awesome. In, uh, it was well, in those X-Men movies, too, like, if, I, if I'm going to try to be objective about things, mm-hmm. the, like, all of them have kind of, like, these nice pieces to them, yeah. or nice parts... And that there, there are parts I can enjoy, mm-hmm. but like they are flawed, man. Yeah, and they, but they're and they're flawed in such a way that you there's no coming back from it. It ruins. The yeah, movie. well, yeah, because you could you could make the same argument about uh, MCU stuff where it's like, like is every movie in there perfect? No, absolutely no, not. No, no, no. They've they've got holes, but like or, or, it's or more problems. good than bad. But but oh, there's but there's more. so much good where they get so much right that you're like okay, let's and try. it all connects. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's the it's plot holes. That it's go satis- on. it's satisfying. And where where like X Men they do they do so much to get in their their own way, where it's yeah, like well, why, why are you, why are you why are you adding this stuff in or why are you retconning things that just don't exist anywhere else that you just didn't need to do yeah you just wanted to include a certain mutant in this story I think by far the biggest issue with the new X Men stuff like from first class until now has been the fact that they've tried to make every individual movie um, a sequential period piece um. because like. The, like that, yeah. from X one until Last Stand, that's like a six year gap. Like in mm-hmm. real time, like in the movies, like that's a six year gap of Logan going from I'm a rogue dude just you know walking the streets of Canada and shit to being like professor at at the the, uh, the school yeah. and yeah. you know going through all the shit with well, he's going through his art and that's and within yeah. six years about yeah. Yeah. give or take. Um, the the story to me is is the the core of every movie you know and if your story is just not good enough, it doesn't matter like you can yeah. if your story is great we can get over that stuff right even if, if your story is not is like if, not if your story is not great then we can't get over it. it you just can't and that's the thing and that, like, that stuff that stuff sticks with you and it just bugs you and we are I mean the comic book community like we are we are the ones who are going to pay to see the movie two or three times a casual person. They're not gonna go see that movie. They're not gonna go see shit it once and tell everyone they, they know they, that they was they a dumb. The better, like, like, because the comic book community to me has proven that like they can just be ruthless. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're brutal. But if you if you have a good story, that movie will will carry itself. Yes, not, like it's just true. just on its merit of just being a good story. Yeah. Look uh, at Ver- Logan. Incredible yes. movie. Logan's a great example. But in a bubble of of X Men, that's like. And they still do Not, some of the things to drive That's like just taking people out of context and things yeah, like that. Yeah. But the the story in it is is so good that I'm willing to overlook it in a movie like Logan, where right. I'm not willing to overlook it. Look those things in Origins. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, or like like didn't 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 Apocalypse and Logan come out in the same year or like I think it, it was it, within a year. Yeah. Yeah, and and they both used uh, Caliban, right? Yes. 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 And they used them completely differently. Yes. I, I liked that they used them differently, but, but like... But what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, well, like, one is like, you know, I'm the I'm the mutant dealer. I yeah. tell you where they are and yeah. you go find them. Yeah. And was, the other one is like, he's well... like powder like, <laughs> in a cage. Yeah. The other one's like, well, Xavier couldn't kill me with his first seizure, so now I'm here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right, you want to be close to the guy that just said the seizure killed all the X-Men? Oh, my God. Oh no, thanks. So it's it's just like those things where like, in Logan, I'm I'm kind of willing to overlook it. See, why didn't Magneto just do what he did in X two and just like did one of these to to Charles' brain 
and just rewired the walls so that Charles would have a seizure and kill all the humans. That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> just re- rewire his inner cerebro. The, why are you not writing do, do they, movies did they, right did now? They address, did they address Magneto in, uh, in Logan? I don't remember. And in, in Logan? Yeah. No, not at all. They didn't address anybody outside of the main characters. Um, they didn't... Well, there. I guess there was a deleted scene where they addressed Sabretooth to an extent. Um but just like a didn't they say a lot of them were just in comics? They didn't really exist, like Boss Iceman. Well, no, it you know. wasn't that they didn't exist. It's that like, um, the stories written about them were falsehoods. Like people wanted to believe that these <coughs> things happened. Yeah. Um, which that was a whole interesting aspect to that movie too. It was like the girl yeah, the was reading was, the yeah. prophecy of what this yeah. movie's gonna be, and like. Yeah, that's right. That was a really odd thing but i thought it was really cool at the same time like what well i what I, where i thought they were gonna go is like saying like this like this mythos has been created about what they've done and it's not real yeah i'm willing to overlook that right because the rest of the story is so good and like they, they in the other in the other movies they just they just fell so flat and even in like, they have like uh, even, two even or like, three redeeming moments per, yeah. for the whole movie, but it's like hours of. Do like, you think they should have ended that series after the first real like commercial failure and just said, "Okay, we need to stop and rethink this," and they just and get re- too greedy? Well, in, like, in, in retrospect, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but like if I if I were, but if they didn't try, they would have never known. That's yeah, true. Yeah, and if and I, I gotta admit, like if I was in those creative rooms, I'd be like, I can fix this. Oh, that's true. I, I try. Well, right. they tried. They tried. <laughs> you could write the worst thing they ever yeah. heard of, but like you tried. Well, that, <laughs> like Mike was saying, the last uh, we, we were talking about this before, the yeah. last X Men, the Dark Phoenix movie, they rewrote this that one blonde girl's character like four or five times until yeah, the Jessica she, Chastain. She had she, no idea what she was playing. She was originally a scroll in the original script, and uh, she was well aware of this. Like she was going to be a shapeshifter of sorts. She was going to be an alien that was ultra obsessed with the Phoenix Force. Because she's a smart race, and that's what they want to do. They want to learn things, and that's, you know. But Marvel, like, tapped them and was like, hey, just so you guys know, you guys are dropping your movie, like, three months after ours, and we got the scrolls. So, like, you guys got to stop that right now. And then they're like, fuck, dude. All right, well, let's rewrite her. Sorry, Jessica, you got to come back for reshoots. Then they were like, all right, well, now you're you're a she-ar. And she's like, I don't even know what that means, but I'll I'll do it. Yeah, Just whatever. give me the lines. Whatever, I'm a, I'm a professional. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So she has no clue what's going on at this point. Again, not bad casting. No, terrible. She, she, she's excellent. The yep. the whole direction yeah. of everything is just falling apart. Yeah. So you know, moving forward as like to what they're going to be doing with the MCU and how they're going to roll them in, like I. I think it needs well, to be another five years before that happens, at least. I think they said this is going to be a while before they do X-Men stuff like Chopper. Well, now it's definitely going to be a long time, because it's like they... they well, Phoenix to... just came out. they got to let that simmer. The fact that that failed so hard already. Yeah. Well, I think we're at and, the two-week mark. Well, yeah. I, I think an unfortunate thing is going to happen, too, where, um, like, in an ideal world, I would love to see, like, things like the original... Uh, Spider-Man storylines that they did with like Tobey Maguire, like especially the first two. Yeah, I would love to have seen those within the MCU. Can't really do that now, right? Can't really see the the Green Goblin story arc right now. So they didn't do it, right? right. Even though that's that's like a really good story arc to start with. Um, so like with the X Men, you're gonna basically try to find other story arcs other than Dark Phoenix, which is 
arguably their best one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so now they're going to do some of the but story arcs. But they can which, turn them, other story arcs into something incredible. Like there's, other good, the there's, there's other good stuff to do. Don't right. get me wrong. Um, you can do the brood, you know, like those well, let's, let's, all sorts of I stuff. I think that's a big possibility. Yeah. Yes. I, I think the brood, I think yeah. they can do stuff with the Sentinels. Oh, God, you know, yeah. no, there's, there's really good story yeah, arcs they, they still, touched still the use. Sentinels a few times in the X-Men movies. Yeah, but they never really but did. But they never hit it. Like, well, well, I think one funny thing is uh, one of the reasons Fox didn't uh, is because the executives, from what I read, and if it's if yeah. it goes to Fantastic Four two, yeah, yeah, where they said people don't want to see a big character on screen. That's so that's why they didn't do Galactus. Like they <sighs> did was like a cloud. Yeah, I would like to see it. And and and, and, and I'm it. and I'm like I don't know who you guys were talking to. Yeah, right. But I'm pretty sure we want to see it. So I think that I want to like, see a big Jack Kirby well, Galactus. And, well, and plus, <laughs> awesome. and plus, like, I, I think I think CGI oh, yeah. has moved on past that where they can make it look really good. And I think they could do some awesome stuff with like big Sentinels and really hit that yes. storyline oh, and, yeah. and really do it right. I think we're still at a point where people like are in in the industry are kind of afraid to show characters like that. Yeah. Just look at Dormammu and Doctor Strange. He's literally a, a face. energy face. Yeah. yeah, but also look at you know Ant Man in Civil War. You can do it. I have the a feeling. Tie-in. I think what they're going to do if they're smart about it, they'll introduce. Um, one character at a time That's as, what I'm as an extra in some of the movies, just a side character. Somebody to pop in. Yep. Oh, look. You know, there's I Night, got Nightcrawler. Oh, look, there's Caliban. You know, they'll do minor I, characters start, to start with and they'll introduce, like, okay. I, I think it would know. be a mistake, though, if they decided, well, we've done Cyclops. Well, we've done Wolverine, so we're not going to introduce them. I th- and we're going to do introduce other. I don't think they should first. hold back because of that. Yeah, I think they should. Well, they I think, should I think do them, well, it's it's kind of like well, there was a debate on uh, when they did Homecoming. Well, should we just jump to Miles Morales? Right. There was that debate yeah. of whether they should just do that. They just talked about him though, instead, yeah, well, and not even like directly saying his name. They just had his uncle, and he was like, "I got a nephew in Brooklyn," and that was the only line mm-hmm. that Miles got. But. It would be a mistake to not address those characters first. Yeah, because I, I think I think it's I think it's a mistake for like when you do these big events and you bring everybody together. If if you don't bring some like the main characters together first, it's gonna feel like they were skipped, and and we're and I think the fans will feel gypped. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You know, because like I I mean even with like Endgame, I loved Endgame, and Endgame's not a perfect movie, but God, I love it. I love it. Yeah, me too. And if you didn't have enough of those, like, if we're already going to alternate versions of Cap, mm-hmm. you know, I'd feel like I got gypped. Like, if, if we're already going to Sam Wilson as Cap, when you get to that point, I feel gypped because I never got to see Cap. But I, now I did get to see it, so now I'm cool with Sam Wilson. Right. We got Being to Cap. see his I got to, I got to see Cap, yeah. so, so now I'm, like, way cooler with that version. And, and I, I don't feel gypped. He's, he's been in, like, six movies. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Right. So, like, if you skip Cyclops, if you skip Wolverine, and you go right to X-23, and you skip, like, you, you see what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly yeah, it, No, it's, it's got to start at a base point where, like, we have a standard of heroes that got to be introduced first. Yeah. And then we can trickle other people, but I don't... And, and if you want to look to anybody about the, the problems with skipping, look to what DC did. They're skipping ahead just in storylines. Not even with the characters, skipping ahead in storylines. Yeah. Take your time. Tell the stories. Well, they you'll come, get there. Well, yeah. You're 23 s- movies in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you'll get to 40 at this they point. Skipped yeah, right. on, on they, yeah. they skipped too fast on Cyborg, and it showed. Yeah. They skipped a bit fast on 
I mean, to be honest, Wonder Woman kind of got skipped on a, a bit, like for, at, uh, yeah, at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, at first. Yeah, and and she was the best part of Batman Superman. When she showed up, man, the whole fucking theater I was in was Dude. like, oh, like it was. And it you was want to so talk awesome. about the power of music in a movie? The oh, best yeah. fucking part well, is when when you're like, when, which, yeah, I was like, of that movie, that movie had its problems. When she showed up and they did that, I I was ready to come on. I see him like. And then the first thing that happens is like ah uh, that that moment was excellent. It was excellent. The way but, they but lined her up, everything. <laughs> what was her character underdone though? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. But by still. necessity though, it was. I mean, it was Batman v Superman, not Batman v Superman with Wonder Woman. Like they, it was like. Well, you know, but they didn't have to introduce Wonder Woman at that point. That's true. They could have left. They didn't. Out. They could have just waited until her movie. They could, yeah, they totally could have done that. And, well, they... You, it made you, it better, well, I, I, I would it actually, It I would, definitely made it better. I would actually argue you shouldn't have done that story when you did it. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's 100% correct. But, like, you, you should have built up to that. Like, had we had a couple Wonder Batman Woman movies... first, and then... Well, like, well, think about it like this. Had you had a couple Batman movies in that line, and a Superman movie or two in that line, a Wonder Woman movie in that line, and you do your Justice League movie, yes. and then it's like a Batman 3 or a Superman 3, then you do Batman versus Superman... It has weight because those characters have now interacted. We've seen them they interact went straight from Man of Steel into Batman versus Superman. It yeah. was like we didn't it, even get a Batman. We, we talked about Man that. Of Steel. We talked about that too. Well, how it, they it, rushed it. Well, it made no and sense. And I think I think like DC had some kind of thing with Nolan, like where they couldn't even like use the Nolan version of Batman because you could have just used that as your Batman movies into there. Well, I think the problem very comes true, with like yeah. the, the Gotham yeah. that was set up in those movies. It's like they would. <laughs> The arc of Gotham, the character in those three movies, yeah. is insane. They go from being gassed by this by this dude that was supposed to be dead, yeah. to like being <laughs> tormented by this clown, to yeah. being full blown anarchy by a dude with a with a rebreather. Is, like, is, 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 is there is there a point where you're just like, why would you why live in a city? Why would what you live the, in a city? What, is there any? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not living. Like it's a ghost town. Like, like why, what's people. the property tax in fucking a town this bad? Why would, <laughs> why would I why would I live in Gotham or Metropolis? You see what goes on oh, yeah, there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Metropolis God. got burned to the ground right. by Zod, and. Bat- <laughs> and, and Gotham is basically just a, a place where it's right across the pond apparently and <laughs> yeah, you, you right. can see yeah, all of this yeah, yeah and also yeah yeah and also they're basically San Francisco and Oakland you're right, <laughs> right. Weird, like, you can, you're like oh shit what's happening over there <laughs> you're like oh that's crazy yeah, and then you turn around and there's like a whole gaggle of fucking dudes burning your city to the ground you're you think like people, oh you think people, what's happening here you think people from Gotham go to a shop and it's like people from, from Roseville here people like Oh, you're from Roseville, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up, because, like, Gotham, they just got street-level thugs that are fucking up the city daily. Yeah, Metropolis, right. they look across, they're like, aliens, what the f... Like, God. Brainiac, what the f... Bring back the clown. They're like, the penguin was cool, dude. Somebody from Gotham's like, oh, my God, the, the, the penguin came in and he... He kidnapped them here and people from Metropolis well, were like, please do that, please. Well, I almost feel like that's... <laughs> My car like got this. evaporated. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a, a part that they could have played up a little bit more and it would have made it feel better. Especially like in Justice League when uh, Jeremy Irons, who was playing Alfred, who I thought was good. He was oh, good. He was fantastic. Uh, he, uh, he says like that we're, we're a long way off like exploding penguins or something, right? Or like... That yeah, was a decent reference point. It it was, and, and but it was it was something they could have played up more for Batman's motivation to want to do this, like to say like, oh, there's this whole other thing going on right. that that I need to be involved with because I didn't have time for this shit. 
<laughs> well, yeah, and and they they touch on it, but it's like you know if you really want to kind of hammer home his motivation, you know, show that difference there, you know, because it, he was killing a parademon, or he was it, he was uh, coaxing a parademon in the yeah. beginning of Justice League, right? Because I thought he, that was cool. That's right. Yeah. It was cool, but like if you really want to kind of make Justice League matter, you could have done that. A, a different uh, you could have you could have really hammered that home and made it feel right that that things are really evolving and changing and I don't think I think they touched on it but they didn't hit it as good as they could have and and I do think like just things like that would have made Justice League feel a lot better and to this moment Justice yeah. League and Batman versus Superman have my favorite DC moments ever and those are the Doomsday Apocalypse uh are, the uh, the in Batman versus Superman the the like when right before Doomsday shows up, Batman has his little like I'm about to kill Superman mm-hmm. uh little meditation in his lab, and then he falls asleep and he has this apocalypse dream mm-hmm. where like literally Metropolis Gotham you name it is fucking like done and there's this big omega yeah. in the fucking valley like in between the cities. And he goes through this whole thing where, like, Batman and Superman are literally opposing forces. It would have been a really cool thing to build to. It was fucking they awesome. That. that whole no. scene was, like, the shit. Well, I wanted a movie, like... people. Well, people argue, too, like, you know, the, the Snyder plan, you know, would it have been better if... Well, because Warner if, Brothers if just, does if, if intrude a lot. If they, had just, if they had just stuck to it and just owned it. I, I think I, they could have. I, I think it probably would have been better because you could it's, definitely it's tell the directional. Vision. Well, you can tell the directional shift, um, but again, it still would have been rushed, and it still would have been a problem. Uh, yeah, no, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but then Justice League, they had like one of the the best scenes again with the the battle of the the gods of man. <laughs> You're opening that whiskey bottle very nonchalantly. No, <laughs> no one heard that. I guarantee you. The whole battle of the gods of man versus Steppenwolf in ancient time with the Green Lantern like backing them up f- blew me away. When yeah. I seen the Green Lantern die though, and, and the ring, ring took yeah, off, that was nice. That was the moment where I was like, "Dude, my arms are chilled right now." Just yeah, think, nice. like it was awesome. You see, and like nothing Zeus came and it, shit, and nothing comes of it, and that's where it hurts. Is like you yeah. just gave me the best scene of all of this. And now there's no payoff. Yeah, you like you didn't do anything with it. It's 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 dead leads. Well, we definitely solved all those problems with those movies, so we can fix that. So, so everybody, that's Warner Brothers executives. Yeah, I know we we know you listen. Just go and fix your shit. Stop adding Re- useless jokes. Aquaman <laughs> was good. He didn't need to say chum, but we did a whole episode on God. that. <laughs> Shazam was good though. Shazam, Shazam was. Good. Well, you know, and and that's that's the thing is like uh, again. I, there were some things I didn't like about Shazam, but I liked way more than I didn't. Yeah. And I think it's a it's shame. It's all forgivable. I think, I think it's, it is. Yeah. And, and I think it's a shame that we're not, you know, I don't think Henry Cavill is completely out yet. Because he, 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 he did that weird Instagram post. Oh, yeah, I know. When he, uh, he put the suits in his closet. He was like, yeah, it's still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I still got it. Yeah, and, and I think it's kind of a, a, a bummer that we're going to lose... Uh, Ben Affleck on that stuff because I thought he was really good. Yeah. I liked him. Uh, I think he was one of the best Batman since Keaton. And Keaton, I, I think because I, honestly, I probably like true to the character. I put yeah. it Keaton, yeah, Affleck, then Bale because Bale is kind of 
And Keaton even wasn't even wasn't a really good. I, I love I love the Dark Knight trilogy yeah. like completely. It's my favorite Batman but ba- but movies. Bale's not, but Bale's not that. Great. But Bale is not that great as, yeah. as Batman. Yeah, and I think he's a phenomenal actor. I but. think he's good at, as Bruce to an extent. But I, I, it's I, funny because I, well, I, I thought they did a good job of uh, him playing. Bruce, like, and what I yeah. mean by what I mean by that is he was like he Being was doing a rich dude. Yeah, but it was but it was like he was doing it to fulfill. Like, it really was his mask, right? Yeah. Well, that's that and, really, and I yeah. thought they did a good job of yeah. that. Like, like Bruce Wayne has always been Batman's, the alter ego, Batman's alter ego, not well, the other way around. Yeah, and and I thought that was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not was, wearing hockey pads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, actually, what I was th- what I was thinking about was in. Batman Begins, where he buys the hotel and he's he's doing the he's like a, I'm the kind of slightly out of control playboy kind of thing. Jumped in the water, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, there's the scene after that where he talks to Rachel and you know he's like this this isn't me, you know and well the it, mask the the girl that actually played the the mask that the t- the movie where the the kid had a hip for a face and that that's that's the girl that plays Rachel. That's right. Katie Holmes. Katie, Katie Holmes. No, not Katie Holmes. Who's the second actress? Maggie the second Jillian one was Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, yeah, she looks like she has a pelvis on her face. I do not that, like Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about in, in Batman Begins. So like, I'm sorry, it haunts me. Well, well he, I thought that was actually a really good sequence, and it was. I, I thought that was really Telling well told. The character. Yeah. yeah, and and I really liked that. Uh, and a lot of that stuff gets lost now. Like mm-hmm. as we go forward, when you could have used that as a, as a jumping off point, because right. you've already established that character, and uh, to a certain point, uh, like you don't need to explain Batman anymore. <laughs> right, we you, get you, it. You, you don't. We you don't. Get it. So yeah. we, you could have done things a lot differently, and if you just brought in kind of that version of Batman into the Justice League stuff, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. You could have said Batman was there before some of these. Whatever. And I was ready for Shazam's origin to be to be told too, because it's like it was a fresh character that they yeah. had not used, and I didn't mind his origin story being told. I really did not mind that at all. No, if, I'm they glad. if they do it again in the next one, I'll be a little irritated. <laughs> I'm so glad they you went know? with the new Fifty Two route though, where Shazam is not just a dude in a red outfit. Like the the Shazam thing stands for more than just one dude. It's yes. a council of yes. people, mm-hmm. and you know, then he turns his his step siblings. Who conveniently lined up to spell out Shazam? Oh God! Like, that was awesome. But like, <laughs> if if but if you listen, like a lot of people, most of the people that don't know shit about Shazam, they yeah. wouldn't catch on to things like the little Easter eggs. But like, in the beginning, when uh, Billy first gets the the power, um, the dude like lists off all the different gods uh, yeah. that you get the power from, yeah. and and what that power is. And it all lines up in a way, and then at the very end of the movie, all the kids grab this staff and they all turn into Shazam, and they all have a team lineup. But like the deeper analysis of the whole thing is their their power, the one that they have, aligns with mm-hmm. the spelling of Shazam. And I man, when I seen it, I was like, she's gonna be fast, <laughs> dude. He's gonna be strong as fuck. He's gonna be flying. Mm-hmm. And I, and then like they all did it in sequence. I lost it, dude. Like it was, it was so good. Like, it was nice because they didn't beat you over the head with it either. No, no, they didn't have to. Yeah, it, you didn't. You didn't need to get that, but if you caught it, great. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. I love that. It's a mark of a good writer. Yeah, honestly, when you get your idea put across in the film, without having to, without having to spell, spell it, it. Yeah, spell yeah. it out. Quite literally, literally, <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> spell it out. 
But, I mean, seriously, like, the, the movie... And it even had a few, uh, like, moments where, like, Billy himself is, like... He's going through his whole mom thing and his whole identity issues. But, like, on the reverse end, he's going through this whole identity issue of he wants to be Shazam. And his, his siblings are like, dude, you don't care about family. But, like, he's fighting for his mom. Like, yep, yep. Like, so yep. he's back and forth between, like, you don't care about family. All I care about is family. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, I, I totally do. But I'm, I was caring about the wrong family, guys. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. and it, I thought it was great. I mean, the, the humor wasn't too much. Um, it did have a nice balance of humor and like, yeah, like I like I feel like there's the kid that played his buddy was was spot on too. It was a he fun, was pretty good. It was a fun role. He was pretty oh, good. the yeah. cripple. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the line he had about uh, uh, I'm a I'm a foster kid who's like crippled or whatever. Yeah, like I well, but you but should but cheer he, up or something he, like he, that. He, yeah. he said I've, I've got it all. Like, like right. I was like that's okay. That's, good. that's, that's really good. that's quality. <laughs> yeah, that kid. That kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, that kid at Comic Con. Last year, um, that's a story for that's a story. If you ever if you ever meet me in person, I'll tell you that story. I probably shouldn't tell that story because <laughs> I don't want to be banned from Motor City. <laughs> but yeah, but we, man, it's what do you think? Now, like like soundtrack wise, like we were we were talking earlier about music and like you know like I kind of like different you know like obviously like growing up you know music that really kind of affected me as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know I liked you know like U two. You know, Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. I mean, you grew up. What Mike? What you grew up? What did you listen to growing up? Like, you know, stuff that really affected you. It was, I well, see, you know, I obviously, s- Boys to Men and New Kids on the Block. Obviously, yeah. I. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably say for the first five to seven years of my life, it was either I was with my dad, and it was mostly rap music, a hint of rock music from like the seventies or like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the eighties. Like police would be occasional, but Beatles would be pretty prevalent. Yeah, um, stuff like that. Um, but like, it would, a lot of rap stuff too, like Tribe Called Quest and like Wu Tang and stuff yeah. like that. But with my mom, it was like a totally different realm because she loved um, like a lot of the eighties, uh, not ballads, but like the girl singy stuff, like uh, Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, or like Pat Benatar was like her yeah, shit, yeah. dude. Or heart, um, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, she also liked a lot of... I messed like, with some Blondie. Mm-hmm. She also liked a lot of uh, contemporary Def- pop definitely from not the Tiffany. 90s. <laughs> you don't like Tiffany? What's wrong? I think we're alike. No, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you, you <laughs> had older <laughs> brothers, so you were, again, Beatles, right? And so you like some stuff like that? Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, being a child of the 80s, just reminded myself of how much older I am than Mike. <laughs> I'm um, older than you, so how about that? I'm a child of the 70s. Beat well, well, still, like, even in the 80s, like, I was born in 83, so, I mean, like, I was pretty young to really appreciate stuff from that era on my own. Yeah. So, like, my brothers, who were all quite a bit older than me, they would play that stuff in the house all the time. Yeah. But, like, uh, like what really kind of stuck with me was, like, they would play a lot of uh, Queen, a lot of Bowie. My dad would play uh, the Beatles, all the time and uh, uh, my house uh, my dad had like a den that was like his office mm. but it it opened up into like the rest of the house and he would just play uh, the White Album all the time and as this like I can, I can still listen to the White Album front to back anything Beatles loved it so I'm thinking like what I'm, what I'm kind of leading into with that is the uh, 
the music that they've used in these movies. Not 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 the soundtrack. Uh, not not soundtrack. I'm sorry. Not the score. Not but the, the score, but the actual like 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 in, in the, the songs. And uh, the first Avengers movie, they put a little bit of uh, ACDC in there. Yeah, just stuff like that. Running off the whole Iron Man loves the you shit. You think out that of adds ACDC. a lot? To yeah, the movie? they played they played uh, Shoot the Thrill, which yeah. they used in Iron Man too. Uh huh. But but it's a good song. Like like the yeah. the ACD stuff. ACDC ACDC stuff. Wow. Wow. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> well, it fit well with Iron Man in general, like the, kind of the tone of Iron Man, and, yeah. and they and Favreau set the tone with uh, Back in Black and in the first one, which was a great way to open that movie. Yeah. But, but they stuck with it, which I don't know if it was like something they would have necessarily planned, but it was like it ain't broke, so don't fix it. Right. Right. Do you think those, including like actual, not not just scores, but actual lyrical music in the movies, do you think it kind of takes away from the movie, or do you think it adds to it? I think it depends on the movie. Yeah. It depends on how you do it. I always there, thought it kind of adds movies. to it, depending on the like, song. But like, I, Gar- like Guardians? Totally yeah. adds to it. Oh yeah, totally. But Absolutely. I mean, it, there's certain it totally movies, works. Like, like Endgame, they didn't need any, anything like that. I would have preferred just, well, just, a, just a score. You know, Spider-Man, again, you know, actually, the score would have been fine. You know, with Far From Home, they did uh, for in the in the preview stuff. It, uh, it sounds like they've redone the Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, as a score, the classic Spider Man, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds really it good. Sounds it's great. meshed in with the yeah. uh, the homecoming mm-hmm. uh, theme. So it's like you know they're they're going within the. the it's nice. It's, yeah. it was it was really slick, and uh, that's you know is in everything <sighs> I've. So much reminded me of so something. I'm so in the good. middle of talking. You, you <laughs> so, said it. You, oh, no, wait, <laughs> wait your turn. <laughs> I, what you're gonna say. So, <laughs> well, one of my only like real grievances with the Marvel movies, which I've loved, uh, you know, in the MCU, is really they have not had a lot of great scores. I mean, no. like the Sylvester, the Sylvester stuff that uh, he did for Avengers mm-hmm. and Captain America is it, it good, but it, like, was it like? I think the Avengers stuff has the Avengers theme has become iconic, but it wasn't like the first time you heard the it. The first like, one, I was like, eh, it's not like cool. a soundtrack hero movie. It, it sounds, like, and, and, like, and as of as I've gotten more used to it, like, like I like it. Yeah, it's funny though because it's, it's like, not like that. It's, Avengers, nothing there is iconic. Avengers one theme, yeah. cool. Avengers two theme, cooler. Avengers three theme, the best. And then four, it was like, all right, kind of a step back, but I'm, I'll, t- I'll take it. <laughs> like, well, they they did a good job. In the Avengers movies, at least with uh, kind of punching it, like yeah. when, like when the scenes would hit, yeah, you know, like where the, the timing of it was, well, especially like uh, uh, Infinity War. This is a really nice. Yeah, he's when, like when Cap shows up. Thanos is coming. Well, Who? Yeah, and, and when, when Cap grabs, uh, I think it's Proxima Midnight's staff. Yeah. yeah. Oh and, yeah, and, and, and he grabs it. And goes dumb. Yeah, and he's still in the, he's and it's his theme. And I'm like, I know it's Captain. Just show me, right. just show me. Oh, like, I just don't know. This is Captain America. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. You know, it's, I mean, they yeah. they did a nice job of punching it. And uh, but some, I mean, for the for the most part, I mean, we're not talking like James Horner, you know, like Willow. No. We're not talking about Sylvester. We're not talking about John Williams, Star Wars. Yeah. I think there's been a severe lack of that in a lot there of modern movies, and I kind of miss that. I miss that. What I was saying. Okay, no. go ahead, Michael. You say I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm, You say thing, Michael. Go. The new Godzilla. Say words. Say words. There's a moment where they got the, the their new score or whatever, but like the final fight is coming up and Ghidorah's showing up like and then Godzilla pops up into frame 
and the, and he's like radioactive as fuck, dude. Like he just got nuked, so his power is like off the charts. Mm-hmm. But then in the background, you hear the bass just kick up like ten notches, and you hear the classic Godzilla theme over this new theme. I love that. And just the mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> the person, person in front of Mike's like, "What's on the back of my neck?" Right uh, now? Oh, what did you just a, do? A good example of a good example of like kind of the power a theme has over a movie uh, comes to mind with a YouTube uh, clip that somebody put together mm-hmm. where they what went about to Bob. Where, where they, nope. <laughs> Um, they went to Man of Steel, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Hans Zimmer theme in Man of Steel, uh, I th- love it. Th- there's there's some really good stuff in it, and it's good. And Hans Zimmer is amazing, right? Yeah. But uh, they took the um, the scene where he's about to punch the world engine. I I've heard this song. Do you remember that scene though? Yeah. And they they put the original John Williams score in there, and and. And, 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 and he's, he's going towards it, and, he's, and he's, his face is on your mouth. Well, yeah, and when he hits, he goes. And I remember just like I was like, "Where was that? Oh my god!" Because I can tell you, like you know, we talked. We were talking about Superman Returns before we were doing this stuff, but the beginning of Superman Returns gets me really jacked up because they use the music. Yeah. And and they do like that kind of they do that kind of stuff and it's just they do the they do it in the 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 credits like in the beginning credits like they 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 play off the original Superman movies yeah and it's to me those are good examples of don't fight what works it's to a certain amount you need to do a you, or to to a certain extent you need to do some fan service mm-hmm. um where like. Some people criticized Endgame for doing some fan service, like when you know Cap grabs grabs the hammer. And, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you just did that," and I'm like, "Yeah, they did, but it was really good." Yeah, they, and not so much. Yeah. It it ties into the whole Age of Ultron. It scene, works, so it all works. Uh, and Thor like, even calls back to it. He's like, "I knew it." What, <laughs> one of one of my favorite things about Endgame is they took several parts in there to kind of really give the fans a really polite finger. Dark World even being in it. Yeah, right. They, they, they go at they make Dark World important. They they make Age of uh, Ultron, which people have been really hard on. Yeah, they yeah. Which, which I still love it. I like it still, but like there is there, there are there flaws. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But like but I, I, still, I, I, I still I still really enjoy it. Like I like the the Hulkbuster scene. Awesome. Oh my god. But uh, that scene that is kind of an innocuous, cool scene in there that really matters for Vision later in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, to me, it's really well-written because in the movie, when they go to pick up the hammer, nobody can pick it up. Cap moves it just a little bit, you know, and Thor, Thor's a little worried, and then he's cocky and like, yeah. oh, I know, it's fine, right? And he's just like, hey, what you need this? <laughs> well, it, it, works, it works really well for Vision later because it's like, why would you trust him, right? You know, he picks up the hammer. It's like, ooh, if, if there's ever yes. a reason for... And he, he picks it up like... No, like right. no problem, right? And they address it, and they. I think that that little piece they do is so well done, and then they come back to it they again. They spend all these this time trying to work out the semantics of yeah. what can yeah. lift yeah. this hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would it go up and it up? It, it, it's, it's it's great, but then they then they really come back to it in uh, in uh, Endgame, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I also love that they uh, threw in the uh, 
the the scene in the elevator looks like they're going to play it out again, which is one of the best fight scenes yeah. in any oh, yeah. movie I've ever and seen. And then he, he just outsmarts them. That's all it is. Well, well, yeah, but he does the Hail Hydra thing, which like fanboys lost their... From well, Secret well, Empire. Yeah, lost whatever, their yeah. mind over. To, to the good, point where, good story bashed by bad people. Oh yeah. To, well, to, to, well, to the point where totally. to the point where Marvel had to like set a release, like set like, a dude read the uh, whole thing. Like, first. It's okay. Let the story play right. out, right? Yeah. And and they threw it in there, and I was like, oh, what a polite like f you. Right. Right. <laughs> and they enjoyed and, and, it. People loved it. Oh, and, like I think, I think, I think people will love it now. <laughs> right. But it doesn't make a difference. It's the same concept. Yeah. The only thing is, we know this is good cap. We didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah. You just got to like read the story. Read the story. Like you don't know what it is. The story's not even done. Right. He says yeah. it, but you're like you're like what? He can't be evil. Like I mean, you don't know the implications. I mean, you can't just like get upset about something before you haven't seen it and have people remake Sonic the Hedgehog. It's can really you? good. Oh god. No. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I mean, it's pretty god. awful, but that so, so movie looks so their bad. Their biggest mistake It does, with that. but I don't think it's because I think it looks bad cuz it's going to look bad. <laughs> Like, I think not. <laughs> like, like Sonic looked terrible too. But that I mean, character was I think, I think it's still. I think they're going to fix it. It's still going to. It's still going to be bad. No. It's a dumb story. No. It's, a, it's a. It's a radioactive dribble that collects rings and fights Doctor. Like, like a freaking mustache Wilford Brimley bad guy. Like it's. It's really not. Interesting. It's always been that though. And, yeah, and that's and that's, that's been most of the appeal. That's like that making is. a movie about Mister Do. But if you do it, Mister Do callback and you own it and you do it the right way, it can be fun and kind of camp. Like it can be a campy, cool kind of mix. They gotta get the, the visual right. right, man. There's no way that Sonic that they showed the first time is the one that I don't the fans dis- would accept. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I think that's a bad example of. I, I think it. I think it will set a bad precedent of like video game films. Well, there is no good precedent. <laughs> There's no such thing. Yeah, right. But, yeah, but, but, but I'm waiting for that Zelda film to come out. But if fans... Like, but if fans... Okay, so, like, over- so I take it, it back. There's no such thing as a good live-action one. Yeah. There's a there's a couple good animated ones. You know, like the Zelda cartoon series from the 80s, where he was like, dude, princess, gog get over it. No. <laughs> it so, no, have you ever seen please. that, Kevin? Oh. Nope. <laughs> it was part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Tom Holland just right, got man. casted by Sony to do the Uncharted movie. So, like... Oh, he's going to be... Was it? Drake He's gonna be young Nathan Drake. I like those games. The first game was really. Kind and of if different. they were gonna cast anybody to be a, actually, uh, I, I I played the first one. I really enjoyed it. You know what? I'm, really thinking of, I'm thinking of the monkey second one. Is <laughs> I haven't played any of those far. games. I'm thinking, thinking of, of Monkey I'm Island. Thinking of monkey. I never played. Uncharted. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's a hard miss. That's a hard miss. That's a Tommy gun now, and an ant. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, I like the Monkey Island games, too, but they're not even close to the same thing. Isn't that the continuation of like, like Perils of Rosella from King's Quest? Is that King's Quest 4? Oh, no my God. Uncharted is like See, take yeah. Tomb Raider and mix it with Indiana Jones so it's like and then a lot of like Deadpool-style <laughs> jokes. Okay. Like, wow. The shit is funny, but it's also like action out the ass. Yeah, and, I, uh, I I only played the first one, but I enjoyed it. The second one is the best in the series by far, and anyone oh, who play, says thanks otherwise, for, thanks for ruining uncalled. But do the horse's testicles freeze up in the cold and shrink in the cold, just like in Red Dead Redemption? I know your yeah. testicles shrink up in the cold. <laughs> How do you? I don't know, know about that? the horses. I didn't. I, I didn't check out the That's horses. I checked out. I'm telling you, girl. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Dude balls. <laughs> uh, but is there another? Wait. 100% dude balls. What else is there? <laughs> the, the, I don't know. Hey, it's 2019. We don't ask questions. Right, like, I don't ask these questions. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's an answer. Well, I don't that, know. 
on that high note, <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. It's already yeah, 2 it's, o'clock in the morning. It's been a while. We've only been talking 10 minutes. Right? You know, exactly. It feels like it. We went on like 5,000 tangents, but it's all good. It's okay. Because it makes for good, funny jokes. And it's a, it's fun for people to listen to while they drive and try not to die and pass out listening to us and hammer on for That's good. It's good. It's what's it's the goal of it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Kevin, where can we buy your stuff? I guess I should oh. ask you that. I'm sorry that you're drunk now, and I have to ask you to ask me. You can get on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's the easiest. Uh, but you can get uh, Target, Walmart. Target, Walmart. Stuff like that. Uh, it's very Comic cool. book stores, whatever. You can't buy our stuff anywhere because it's free. Yep. <laughs> you can get ours on SoundCloud for free. Uh, Dang it. We have a Patreon. It'd be nice to get Patreon people. We'll give you behind-the-scenes stuff. It's true. There's a lot of stuff we can't see. We can't even show people because it's bad. Um, it all comes from uh, everyone but me, though. So, in other words, Michael. Um, Five bucks a month. I'll put you in a group chat and show you some weird memes. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram at DFAM Podcast Official. I had to think for that one, didn't I? Wow. Um, you can also uh, find us on Twitter at Don't Feed After Midnight. It's at Don't Forget After Minute. And Kevin, you can find all sorts of places, usually in trouble. <laughs> Sometimes on old episodes. Behind your local liquor store. You can find them on scavenging. Old, you can find them on, on I've, old, I've been, old ESPN football games from the night. You, you could. <laughs> Legitimately. You, uh, Kevin, you can find on NCAA uh, college football from 2003 through 2006. Because he played football, and you cannot delete him, nor can you not play him as a character. So if you. You have to play him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a like a 58 overall. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You're fine. And, and the last one I was in, or actually, I, I I misspoke. It was 2004 to 2007. The last one in I was on, I was a 70. <laughs> so you you, you yeah, when you when, you when you push the matchup stick, I'm green. <laughs> so. You know you you look really good. In the costume, you can't be that. It's a cast because the costume or uniform. I forget what it's a uniform. Of I really don't watch sports at all. He's cosplaying on the field. No. <laughs> I'm not authentic. I am not a sports guy. Kevin is yeah, I was. Me. I was. I was the only guy playing line in a Batman outfit. <laughs> I really need to watch more sports, don't I? <laughs> the guy just calls you uniform. Sports or ball. He showed up as sports ball. Let's go play sports ball. <laughs> How do you play sports ball? You had a tennis racket and a basketball. That's how you play sports ball. Yeah, it's all the same. All right, you guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Yeah, we were all over the place there. That's good. That's good. I like that. That was a good episode. You can't even hear me leaning back in this old beer barrel chair. Yeah. I, too much. I, I sat in that, and like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is comfortable. I was like, <laughs> my, uh, it's funny, because my great-grandparents used to make uh, beer in this during Prohibition, and they turned it into a chair. I love this chair. <laughs> That's pretty sweet, though. It is pretty cool.